Hello, everyone. Welcome to Universal Energy Radio and the Lois Effect. My name is Elisa. My name is Liz. Hey. Can you hear me okay? Because I have to use uh, a, a headset that is not my AirPods because um, they need to be charged. I neglected to charge them. <laughs> no, can you can hear you fine. Yeah. Okay, great. So, do you have a cold or is it just my um, headset? No, I mean, I, I feel like I've been a little sniffly. Yeah, you're a little but... sniffy. That's what they call you. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Hey, I, I, all right, stop I it. will stop it. Stop it. <laughs> oh, I could go so many. I could go so many places because, as you know, so much can happen between Thursday and Tuesday. Mm. I don't even know where to start. So, um, anyway, you and I have. Uh, started to watch season two of Alone, Mm -hmm. find it so fascinating, and those um, that haven't been listening to us the past several weeks, I love it that as different as Elisa and I are, we do converge, you know, we're uh, podcast-wise. But we lead very, <laughs> we lead very different lives. But we always overlap energetically, and we love this show. And we are watching it in the same order together now. Once I found it, and I became it was like my it was like my therapy. Mm. I throw these people, then you know, and isolated in Van, Vancouver Island. With the bears and and um, you have to get your own food and whoever lasts the longest, you have to build your own shelter. They get half a million dollars. So you and I are both on season two, and what I find so fascinating is that the collective trauma that these ten <laughs> girls, the collective trauma that these ten people have. And I think it's the first season that women are participating. Yeah. And um, it's very it's it's very touching. You think how can they still uh, do this show? I know that it's twelve seasons or whatever. Currently, it has a huge following, but you can understand it's the people that really, you know, you get invested, mm-hmm. and. I find watching it so therapeutic for so many reasons because everything is just stripped to its essence. And what really struck me, it's at least one person, if not, I think there's two, I don't know because I've had an insane several days, which I may or may not get into, um, but I think at least one, if not two, there were like there was like the loss of a child mm-hmm. uh, involved, and just that journey, and having, you know, being able to relate to something so unfathomable, and just the other traumas that other people um, have experienced, and then using their survivalist skills, um, you know, to be in this competition, but on a deeper level, like it's like a vision quest mm. in a sense. So, yeah, I'm like, I think I'm on episode five going on six. I don't know. You probably are a little more ahead of me. Yeah, I, I finished it. I finished it last night. Oh, girl. Um. <laughs> I have to catch up. I have to catch up so that we could do three together. Um, right. <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, I wonder if who, because I am rooting for one person, but you care for all of them, you know, in one shape or or another, or you're just fascinated uh, Mm -hmm. with them. So you finished it last night. Mm -hmm. Were you happy with with the person? I mean, because you're not going to give anything away. Were you, was it the person (laughs) you were rooting for, or or was the person you're rooting for, you know, 
I, they left. Yeah, it wasn't the person that, that I I um I was rooting for. I don't think I was really. I didn't have one person. Well, that's not true. There there were a couple that I thought, oh, you know, they have such a good attitude. Um, right. That, uh, you know, I would like to see them go as far as as possible. Um, yeah. But I was I was I was happy with with the person who did. Good. Um, that person, I think, turned things around with like the attitude. Yep. So, uh, oh, and just well, oh. I mean, I guess, I guess, you know, there are different levels of of how people have responded. I think in this season, especially, you have people who are um, going in there and they're very, uh, I, I guess. Uh, you can see that they truly, I, mean, they, I think they all at some point truly appreciate it. I think when they first get there, it's, oh, it's so, it's so beautiful. And then after you get through marveling and you realize, oh, now I've got to, I really have to get things going. I have to live here. Um, Crazy. You know, they just start to pay atten- pay more attention. And I think they get to a um, a point where they're, they're really trying to work with their environment instead of, complaining about it the whole time um right so i think but then at, at some point everybody's like i gotta get food and it's not working out and they get frustrated because they're hungry you know when you're when you're hungry mm-hmm. and stuff doesn't work you you i mean stuff gets brought out you know you're you're um like the worst of your attitude can come out uh and, and and it's being documented. You're documenting it. You know, you're filming it. Right. Right. And and at some points you may not because you're not around other people. Uh, you know, I feel like it goes from a physical ordeal at the beginning because you have so much to do to set up. Uh, you know, to get to get build a shelter. Sometimes it's a temporary shelter. Then it's a more um, permanent structure a little later on. Then you have to figure right. out your, you know, your camping situation. You have to figure out your your sleeping situation. How you you don't oh want to sleep God. on the on the floor. You got to raise it up a little bit. Then you, you say, oh and then you God. come up with other things that you have to do. And I think a lot of these um, contestants, they they battle with the physical, and then as uh, I think fairly soon after that, it's also the mental, because there's there's like I guess there are chores. There's a routine you can do, but when so much of it requires energy requires calories and you don't get enough that you that the, the amount that you're used to certainly um and you're ha- even even looking for food is 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 an expenditure and it's not a guarantee mm-hmm. so every day you may go to bed hungry and then uh, and cold <laughs> cuz it's cold and then, you know, there's so many things happening that even though things are stripped away, our minds, um, our minds can be engaged with, you know, a book or a phone or something else, a TV show. And, and this is them just trying to get by, you know, just, no, let me just keep it very simple. I need to eat something today. I need to see if I can go out and get food. Um, and they're trying all these different things. So, it's this combination, and at some point, if they're not getting what they need, they have to conserve. So they sit still, and there's nothing to do. Or maybe it's bad weather. There's nothing to do. Um, mm-hmm. And so for some of them, they they, they end up in their minds, and uh, mm-hmm. you know they get a little they go a little crazy. Uh, so I fascinating. I, it's, oh my it's, god. It's it is fascinating because things really do come up and and all the things that that I guess are part of your life that you're used to, you start to view them differently because maybe maybe compared to this situation at least you have that you know but then again I think it's it's that stark reality that you are here by yourself and there isn't anyone else to blame yep. you know there really isn't anyone else to blame yeah. Uh, it is you uh, and your demons. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah. So I kind of think I know who won just based on a little bit of what you said because there's this one person that the way he was cursing out everything, 
in his past. I'm like, you, you are a grumpy old man, and you better get your shit together because this is day three, and you're like pissed at like the bramble. I mean, there are bears, there's cougars. I don't know what's out there. And so that's like the personalities are so fascinating. And then there's so so I'm thinking he probably won if he says he's the one who turned around. I could be wrong. And and then so that was somebody that I'm like, oh, this is so interesting about how this person is relating and expressing. And then there's this other one that I already was booted off early on. And I thought she was lovely, but a little much. And she is a mother of two daughters. And she was just so gung-ho about, I have to teach my daughters that women can do anything. And and those (laughs) those, uh, daughters are like, Mom, we opened up an escort service. And... We don't need to be out in the wild hunting for food. Mm. We can just get together with some, you know, men with a credit card and we're good. Um, <laughs> oh, my, no, like, women can do anything. And she's there with a freaking machete. And she's just there <laughs> building her freaking shelter. Gorgeous. I mean, the things that these people make, mm-hmm. I'm like, can I order that online? Like, the crate and barrel on that? Like, the, it's gorgeous. Gorgeous, like it's astounding how that just uh, gets birthed into creation. But I'm like, I'm glad you're not my mother. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that is so much to live up to. I think her, she has like a freaking, a four-year-old and a baby. She left her baby to be freaking, come on. Unbelievable. Yeah. So she can prove to her daughters that we could do any. I'm like, okay. But then the I I didn't really laugh. Maybe maybe I slightly snickered. <laughs> she she got eliminated because she she cut herself. Bad. A, yeah. Yeah. She cut herself really. I couldn't even look at the TV. She cut herself oh. really really badly on the hand. Yeah. Sometimes I have to. Uh, Look at the quarter of the, of the TV screen because I know something just disgusting. Like I don't need to see someone eat a slug up close, mm. or I don't need to see someone's you know gashing wound up yeah. close. And because they're given four different cameras and they they set it up, and I have to say, whoever like on the production team, whoever figured out the logistics, <laughs> and then whoever the team of editors, because yeah. It's really gorgeously put together. It's mm-hmm. beautiful, and it's therapy. I don't watch it like I'm watching uh, a show with the plot line. And we don't know what's going to happen because we're just observing. But I, I, I watch it to really understand that there's only there's only so much hiding. Between you know behind your trauma responses and hiding behind the noise and hiding behind the bullshit and hiding behind you know your bad experiences and hiding behind you know the the lame things that you think are going to protect you. I think that's why I learned I learned so much on an energetic level by mm-hmm. watching every kind of personality, <clears throat> excuse me, and with their own journey and reasons. And of course, they all have to have a level of survival skill, although they're not, uh, I guess they're not considered uh, professional. I guess it would be similar to the Olympics, right? Because in the Olympics, you're not technically professional. In a sense, yeah, right? but um, you're not a professional. Yeah, but with this, with this stuff, I mean, some of them that that is their that's their that might be their side gig or something they do right. or they teach people they teach they, people right how to do they're that still amateurs so, though in a sense yeah or they're not people, out there kind of I, I don't know well they have i uh, guess there has to be some sort of qualification i mean there has to be you have to i mean yeah i, I mean i don't intake. know if you saw that if you saw that uh that episode no um, i know which one you're talking about yeah 
it was just uh, you know to to make the cut. You know, to they had to um, they had to apply, and then I guess I don't know how many were invited to do like a week long. I think it was oh. a week long kind of testing your skills um, and oh, kind of prepping that them. Makes sense. Um, and I don't know if, if, if everyone there was already in or if they were in contingent upon if they could, right. you know, do some of the, you know, learn some of the basic things. Maybe they were already, okay, because it's 10 of them. It's a lot of them. So um, I feel like they they were prepped because now, you know, this is the second the second time they've done it on Vancouver Island. So they had a little bit more. One, one they probably all saw the, the first episode, the first season. And then I think the uh, perhaps the producers were like, okay, this is stuff you have to be prepared for, um, mm-hmm. because these this is the environment, um, and, and so they had to show proficiency. Um, and then and then they were you know they they were also prepped because I think that go round there was like there's a, the the red tide that red algae so that affected. Um, all the bivalves right. in the area, so you couldn't get mussels. No, um, right. You know, so there, there, so there were. I feel like they all, they all have obviously had have. Um, a, a, they're not not all professionals, but but they all have done enough where they're either teaching it, they're they're doing it on the weekends, um, right? And they've shown a, a level, a skill level that was enough to to. To, for the producers to say, okay, we can, we can have you be part of this experience and not feel like you're going to just, you know, die. Yeah, it's uh, amazing. Yeah, right. Oh, I'd be out. I'm like, you just keep going. The helicopter? No, I'm good. Keep going. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. You can so, drop me off. It's beautiful. Uh, you know. uh, there's a, there's a, where's the, oh. uh, the best city for, uh, you know, for sushi? Yeah. Uh, where's so, the nearest cocktail lounge? um so yeah anyway um yeah maybe we'll we'll continue we'll have to continue because i've they they show a sneak preview of season three oh Um, yeah so are you yeah are you so it's it's like Liz, like you know, speed it up. But the, I'll, I'll, I'll catch up. But listen, there, start no, no, no pressure, no pressure. Because it's not like no, you know we're no, watching ah! it, and I'm, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm texting you right away. Oh my God, did you see? We're not, no, no, we're not no, like no. doing a watch party, but we're not, we're, no, we're not doing that. But no, go ahead and go ahead and start. I'll catch up to you at some um, point. But please, I don't want to hold you up. Well, listen, I thought, I thought you were like binging for the, for from the holidays. I thought you were like, oh man, she's already watching no, it. No, I've been, no. Well, I started, and then my life went in a oh, very okay. interesting direction. You know, you know what that means when I say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Ooh, we do have a request in the chat room. Hello to um, Raven and White Lily. Um, so White Lily would like to have a card. Yes. If we could go ahead and, of course, I guess, yes. cue that up, and maybe well, we can bounce off from there for. Uh, yes. We'll do that. Or whatever shenanigans are happening in your life, if you want to talk about it. Otherwise, uh. we'll see what happens. I mean, if we get a if we get a call, uh, we'll see. Yeah. But before I'm just loading up the database. But before I honor that request, I do want to acknowledge uh, Marguerite family, especially her son Josh, mm-hmm. and just uh, just know we're thinking about you. Not just Tuesdays and Thursdays. Right. We're thinking about you and your family, and uh, we know how tender the, the situation is. And um, you have been and continue to be such a pillar of strength in your family. And perhaps not getting the um, a, the deepest level of support and um, really being seen. So we see you, our beautiful Marguerite, with all your grace, and you know you are the matriarch, and that's a tough, that's a tough role, you know, holding it together all the time. But when it's time to get vulnerable, you don't know how to do that because you're spending 95% of your life holding it together for everybody else. 
Right. So we want to eat and acknowledge those tender places and we love you. Okay. I just wanted to say that because it's, it's very important yes. that she, she knows that, that uh, we are here um, holding space for that very delicate situation. All right. So uh, White Lily, you know what to do. So uh, Lisa, you can cue the music. All right. Here we go. All right, so, oh, usually it's a three-digit number, but it's a two-digit number uh, affiliated with this message. And that number is 33. That's Ooh. interesting. Okay, so here's the message that you picked, White Lily. Here we go. When contrast interrupts and overlays life's gentle flow, and is temporarily endured, no relief dwells in the peace of the untouchable soul. I love that. Ooh. It's a sacred place that you can go through so much damage and trauma and devastation. And then it's that, that place of, it's almost like the untainted observer, you know, mm. who's a, right? That's, yeah. That's a beautiful message. I'll read it again. When contrast interrupts and overlays life's gentle flow and is temporarily endured, no relief uh, dwells, meaning no with the K. So I actually, if I was, because I'm not conscious when I, when I wrote these, know that, I'm going to put that in there, editing, uh, know that, because uh, I never edit these, Know that relief dwells in the peace of the untouchable soul. You know, and that really kind of ties into what we're just talking about, where Mm. these people are dwelling in nothing but contrast. Contrast to comfort, contrast to hunger, contrast to having water, contrast to having shelter, contrast to being safe because there's predators out there. I was going to say out there in those streets. Hello, she's from New York. (laughs) Out there... <laughs> out there in you know the forest of Vancouver Island, yeah. So that relief dwells in the peace of the untouchable soul. That's the place that's so pure, and I think it's the place that can get you out of that mire, right? Mm-hmm. Out of those really difficult situations that seem impossible. And again, the number affiliated with this message is. 33. Well, it, it's a six overall, which is about love and, and self-love, uh-huh. as a matter of fact. You know, love starting from uh-huh. you. But um, mm-hmm. the made up of two threes, it is about the energy that you put out is also the energy that you can receive. Um, it's right. the energy you allow flowing back to you. So you, exactly what we were talking about earlier on that about the, the the survivor type show is that um, there are people who have gone in and they look at their environment, they appreciate it. And they also realize, yes, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like the intruder in a sense until I, mm. not, don't, until I, until I make myself like become part of it. And, and, you know, instead of resisting it all the time, oh, wow. getting the flow of things and then you become, you feel like you're part of that environment instead of going in like, I got to do this, I got to hack do this, and I got to do this. Um, so in a sense, I mean, any environment can be your environment. Um, and, and you know it's temporary because it's always flowing. So whatever that flow is, it can, it can feel like it disrupts your flow. But, but you, you know, you being part of something bigger is also a, 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 a something to keep in mind. So as much as you may want to sequester yourself, you're still part of an environment that you might not you you might not have uh, been there for very long, or you might have been there a long time and not have realized and recognized the type of environment that you're in. That then you had a hand in creating uh, some of the changes. So 
when we look at the number three by itself, it is about connection and, and, and communication and expression. And usually it's about, um, about, you know, doing that, you know, sometimes for the, for the benefit of others or um, in hopes of, of making a good impression or for entertainment, you know, three is a very creative number. Um, but it, uh, so it, most of the time we're thinking about energy going out. When I have uh, meet people who are, who have threes somewhere in their name or, you know, even their path, but usually it's in their name. Uh, they're super chatty. Like they, <laughs> they love to talk. Um, and, and sometimes they love to talk once they feel comfortable with you. Sometimes it doesn't matter. They're like, hey, you're here. I'll talk to you. Uh, and and so when you see them doing that, it's uh, it's part it's partly how, just how natural it is for them. Like they're curious and they want to they want to know, but also they want to be seen to some degree to to be able to talk like that. They want to be seen, uh, if not at the same level, then just to be seen sometimes. Just to say, hey, can you recognize me for who I am? And um, uh, the thing is, it's not just about the output of energy, because anytime you do that, and I think threes understand it, even if they don't, they don't immediately make that connection, is that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, you want, if you want the attention, for example, sometimes you get it and it's, it's not the best attention, like it's, it could be uh, abusive attention, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So... Uh, you have to think about okay, well, what am I communicating? What am I what am I putting out there, and then um, tweaking it. So you know, what, what, then what uh, what am I really ready to receive? Is it just any any old, you know, any any bit of attention, or is it oh, you know what I want? I want some people. I want someone to see me for the things that for you know, for who I am. Oh, you know, I guess to get through the levels for things that I do, and then to for them to really see even deeper. Like it's not more than just what you do; it's but who you are, and and to get that recognition. But you have to be able to receive that, um, right? And, and for some, they never get past the this is this is what I do. Um, but you're not going to get to the heart of me because I'm not I'm not going to I'm not open I'm not there yet. So yeah, when you get to that 33, it is it is actually a a very beautiful blending of uh, input and output. And even in, in, in some cultures, you know, or in some, maybe in some, uh, yeah, some, some studies, 33 is like this Christ consciousness number. Oh, uh, it's like, mm-hmm. because it's, 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 a, it's a master number. It's 33. So there's two threes right. here making a big stamp on things, but it's that, it's that understanding of, um, of energy flow. Uh, of of receiving as well as 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 giving, and usually we think of of Jesus Christ as someone who who sacrificed a lot and gave a lot. Um, mm. uh, so not that not that it has to be that level, but it could be uh, for for a bigger picture. But I feel like there's a lot of that you know a lot of that that story that is kind of has kind of changed over the over the centuries. Um, uh, of this iconic figure uh, to what purpose, you know, there are different purposes for having, you know, these, these, these legends and, and myths, so to speak. But um, uh, yeah, so it can, it can be on that, on that end of the spectrum of, oh, I'm going to be a martyr and sacrifice everything. And it's like, mm, you know, you have to be able to receive if people are, are, offer, are offering help. Um, can you receive it without feeling like you're weak? Um, for doing it, you know, for accepting that. Because yeah. in accepting help, yeah. maybe you, you accept the fact that you can't do everything because you really don't need to be doing everything. Right. And if you, right. if you look back, it's probably what, what you were saying. I, I can't do everything. And all of a sudden you get help and you, and you, don't, you don't recognize that that's the help. In, in answer to oh, yeah. that, to that yeah. you know, like why do I have to do everything? Well, you don't, but now you are because you're, you're constantly choosing not to, you know. Yeah, because you refuse for whatever reason. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, so hopefully that's that's a beautiful message because when yeah, when you like are it. in in that flow, you know, it's like oh, you're going along, and then there's this contrast. Like, how do you respond to that? Mm-hmm. And and again, we're you know we're using references to this show that that just Liz and I are apparently binge watching uh, of alone on uh, on the History Channel, uh, and people are out in the wilderness surviving. Um, 
for how, as long as they can just by themselves. So they're not, they're not, they don't have a tribe. They don't have other people. It's just them taking care of themselves. Um, and they start to realize, um, I guess where their threshold is because some people are, are, um, deciding, you know, I, I think I'm done. Like I, uh, you'll hear this a lot the, where they say, well, I, I feel, I feel like I've proven as much as I need to. I went in, I've, mm-hmm. I've done everything I said I was going to do. So some of them right. aren't, it's not like they're like, Oh, I'm starving. I hate it here. Uh, they're just bored. Um, yeah. You know, they're, they're like, I can't, I can't train my mind to do anything else. Like I, I feel like, well, what, so what is it all for? And they know that the, the big thing is like, Oh, I, I'm, I could win you know, half a million dollars if I tough it out the longest. Um, But in those circumstances where, you know, they've gotten the routine down, they they know it may not be like a a steady amount of food all the time, but but they're, you know, they're getting some food. Um, But that is not like the money and the prize is not enough for them to stay in those conditions when what they miss the most, it, Mm -hmm. it is, it's, you know, it's it's their it's their spouse it's their partner it's their kids mm-hmm. it's their family yep you know and in in most cases also a bucket of chicken you know they're missing they're missing some of those things right but um, right but they they really start to to prioritize what's important and w- it's the answer to why are they doing this you know why are they doing mm-hmm. this and they're not doing it for the money. Um, by the by the end of it, or but even by the middle of it, it's like you know my 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 health, my well being, my peace of mind, my family. Like what point? What's the point in toughing it out when I could also be having like a major health issue as a result of it? Um, and how is that going to help my family? You know, how is that going to um, improve my life? Uh, so some of them are, are are exiting of their own. Uh, uh, by, by their own choice, and and they're they're at peace. So they got into an environment that was very different and difficult. Yet they they chose it. You know they 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 saw an opportunity for whatever the case may be. Not usually in this in these situations. Yeah, the money is a big prize, but also the experience. These are people who are used to making something out of nothing, and um, and they and they actually enjoy that kind of challenge. Um, right. So. That's where I'm. What I'm looking at with that with that um, message um, of recognizing because we get contrast every day, all the time, um, mm-hmm. and some of it some of it just requires a lot more attention or a lot more inner work to understand. Uh, yep. And 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 so it doesn't have to be a big sh- a big show. Haha. No pun intended. But there are mm-hmm. some, you know, everyone knows at least one person where they don't get anything unless it's a huge rock your world kind of situation. And, it, you know, and it's like triggers all this me. other stuff. That would be me. That would be me. <laughs> so annoying. Um, it has to be explosive for me to, to, to get it. And, and you know, and, and it can change. I mean, for you, it's, I think that the level of explosion has, has, Gone has gotten better. Like it's not yes. like this huge. Yes, much better. I think you've you've, and I think you can you can really appreciate that. Where I mean, I do. I mean, I think it's, I think it's a, a testament to what you get out of the experience and the wisdom that you you um, oh yeah you accumulate. Oh, you goodness. can apply. So yep. when these things do happen, and they do, um, your yes, response. They do your response is a response and not a reaction, you know? Um, yes, and a learning opportunity. I right. been, talk about accelerated learning. I, I'm losing my mind right now, but how I am moving through some core stuff, I, it's astounding. And I think that's why I like watching this show because it's, it's everything is just slowed down to the core the bare essence to the mm-hmm. fundamentals and if you don't get the fundamentals right then you are building on shaky ground you know mm-hmm. and I'm tired of you know my core being uh, having you know pillars that are 
not fully formed. But oh, I learn fast. Once I once I get what what it is, I I move through it really fast. Mm-hmm. So that's at least that's uh, yeah. So there's something very grounding about watching this, and I love that we have like so many prior seasons to just you know. <laughs> To this last, so I love that. Yeah, and it's great too that we're not like so we're on episode this, episode that. But when I was watching during the Thanksgiving break, mm-hmm. I knew that at the time I had caught up to where you were, right? So I was able to just give you some side comments about a few people on there, <laughs> <laughs> and we're not going to get into that because I don't want to because I I don't want to I don't want to offend any members of the audience, but. Um, <laughs> I I just uh, yeah I just had to make fun of uh, one particular person or just make not I don't even want to say make fun because I have a, I have a lot of compassion for this person as I know you do oh, but yeah. just making some observations that I know that you and I would have about this person and mm-hmm. and then when it was revealed like their core issues and their trauma I, I, it, then it all made sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because this person, yeah. I mean, we're not, we're not going to get into it, but this person was holding on to. I would guess it would be survivor's guilt. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So and feeling very guilty and um, feeling kind of burdened with how a, a, a very unfortunate situation turned out while they were in um, the military. We'll just leave that there. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, but before that was revealed, this person was just quite the character. And I just had to, I just had to text Elisa. I'm like, girl, did you see? Because <laughs> <laughs> I knew we'd find that funny. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but, yes, it's great to find things like that that are, you know, I'd rather watch this than watch, you know, housewives, you know, pulling each tearing each other by the weave. Although that's fun too, but this is much more. Uh, I mean, that's when I'm just totally brain dead. You know, then I want to see people that I feel like, okay, I'm not so untogether. <laughs> yeah. These women are so, sh- they're so shallow and they're so vapid that it just makes me feel like, okay, I got my shit together. Okay. <laughs> and then I see these people on Vancouver Island avoiding, you know, bears. And I'm like, okay. Things aren't so bad. You're okay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway, um, so I hope a white lily. Yeah, I hope white lily um, got the message. I don't yes. know if she responded in the chat. Yeah, all good. She just uh, she said yes. Uh, love your explanation makes so much sense. Then she was asking about what show, and then she said thank you. So, so okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's a history channel. I watch it on Hulu, um, but I discovered it on Netflix. Netflix is just showing the second to last most current season, and that's how I got hooked. And then I had to find it elsewhere. And now we know. And then, of course, I had to mention it on the show. And um, I had a feeling that you would really like it. And I think it's just a great metaphor for. Um, you know, when you push away all the noise and the chaos, what are the core fundamental issues um, that we need to contend with at a base level? And then what can we be shown about ourselves when everything is just so stripped down and you can't hide anymore? Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. But very interesting. And then, you know, remember for... Um, Months and months and months because, you know, my birthday is um, late June and I went into an eight year and I'm all like, oh, it's going to be so many gains and, you know, manifestation. And then I'm talking to you or I'm on the air with you and I'm like, what's up with this eight? Because (laughs) my life has been exploding on so many levels, insane. Like the the summer was insane, like ridiculous. And then when everything kind of exploded uh, early fall, when I realized I was dating a sociopath, that was fabulous. Um, 
the wreckage of yeah the wreckage of all of that them everything happening with my apartment that was fun in august literally my past exploded from the apartment to the person I was involved in who was someone, for those of you that don't know, someone that I knew in my late teens, early 20s who actually looked for me and then we reconnected um, decades later only for me. So I had trust for this person because we were very connected um, as young adults and then as allegedly mature people. Mm. Everything exploded because it turned out that he was a total sociopath, and um, and thank goodness I kept it so light and so casual. That was just my instinct that I was able to shut that down and walk away, uh, pretty unscathed. Uh, his two committed relationships that I wasn't aware of. Uh, I feel really bad for them. The person he was practically living with for five years that I did not know about, and the other mm-hmm. person that was madly in love with him that he was involved with for three years at the same time that I didn't know about. So I really feel for them, and then he was cheating on them with me, and none of us had a clue. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. And I'm, like, talking to you, like, um, so what's up with this eight-year? Because I'm manifesting <laughs> a whole bunch of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Between my house falling apart, two floods in my house, some other things going on, things happening, you know, with my younger son and, and, and his friends that I had to, like, you know, make it like, we're not having the homies come to the house anymore. You know, just all of, all of this um, happening, going into the eight on my birthday. But now I'm understanding the manifestation part meaning the manifestation of the wisdom, the manifestation of the growth, the manifestation of a new person, very new person, a little over a week ago, mm-hmm. which is insane. So now I'm getting, put it this way, I haven't asked you this for a long, long time. But you know what I'm going to ask? You're not going to do it. I'm going to text you. What I do, whether it turns into a serious thing or not, or I get together with them or not, but a, not many times, a couple, a couple of times, I think just twice before, just twice in the past couple of years that I've been out and single. Um, I'm like, girl, you got to run, you got to run some numbers. <laughs> and I would give you, I think I did it twice with two, with the two people that I had really kind of dated um, since my divorce. So it's been a couple of years. Um, I'll give you like their birth date, mm-hmm. and then you run, and then you run the numbers compared to my numbers. So mm-hmm. uh, yes, I will text you anon uh, with that information <laughs> because this this person made the cut for for you to run some numbers. It's been a minute; it's been almost two years that I've asked you to run some numbers for me. That's true. So, you're gonna run some numbers for me, yeah? Of course, of um, course. Yes, of course. <laughs> it's good to have a friend. You know what? I love that. I always I always know somebody for anything. Anything that needs to be done, like I know, I know a guy, or in this way, <laughs> I know a dear friend. But you know, you got, you always got to know a guy that can get that knows a guy that knows a guy. So I'm, I'm very fortunate that one of my dearest friends is a brilliant numerologist and someone who I love. And you're so <laughs> smart and academic, where I am not in some aspects. So it's very helpful. Yeah. So. I look forward I to hearing really, to seeing it and hearing <laughs> what happens with the numbers or what's happening with this situation because this situation is oh. already insane both probably this both. situation is already insane you know my single misadventures which really was much more the case um like over two years ago when I was dating this one person for, for five months. Like, so, you know, it was always like the, the crazy misadventures. Yeah, this is not a misadventure. This is like, this is so, when I say real, not like, I don't know what's to happen. It's absolutely too soon to even determine. But the person I'm dealing with is so damn real. 
I cannot hide in any of my usual places. I'm like, there's no place to hide. Mm-hmm. There's no mm-hmm. place. It's like Vancouver Island. I got no place. I got to build my shelter. I got no place to hide. <laughs> I got no, nothing's working. Yeah. Yeah. All my default settings. Nope. No good. None of them. None of them. It's, and it's, it's really good for me. This is one of the most realist people. The backstory is so insane in terms of what this person has gone through. I don't even know if, I don't even know how to um, condense it, but I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to try. So just as a quick recap, after the last breakup uh, with the person, with, you know, whoever I was dating, after that breakup um, in the early, early fall, I'm like, this is, it makes no difference. This is someone that I knew. It makes no difference if it's someone that you know or you meet them in the way that people want to meet people through, you know, you, the museum and somebody thinks you're cute or they talk to you or whatever, any of those circumstances. It really doesn't, it really doesn't matter. There's always risk involved. And, of course, I talked about planting, you know, putting my, my net in just the pool of eHarmony because that kind of filters out the people who want the booty calls or you can do, you can get a hookup real easy and not pay for it. This you got to pay for and you just got to stick your line in. But I, I caught a big fish. I caught such a big fish that I wasn't ready for the fish. <laughs> and, and uh, on uh, a week ago, Monday, when I was wrapping up my class and I'm checking my phone, I see a notification that uh, so-and-so, you know, this person sends a message and um, I didn't open it at work. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, because you get like Frank, I always, my joke is, yeah, Frank, the, the post or uh, Larry, the account, the CPA, or, you know, and they, they look terrifying. Um, are they friends with Charles Manson? Perhaps is that a look that they're going for? <laughs> you know, and 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 as a and as a mature woman, although I keep it together, um, there's slim pickings, and I'm not going to go out there where it's a hookup on these other sites where um, you know getting hit up by by people much younger or whatever, and you know it's just that that's what they're into, or, or that what they want or they think I'm cute and that's it and they don't care how old I am or whatever it is. It's like, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. So I was all set to delete this person. And then I look at the profile and I'm like, shit, I can't, I deleted the rest of them. Uh, and that was like my entertainment. Nope, 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 nope. I will not respond to these messages. You're freaking me out in terms of um, your, your profile or whatever. I wouldn't even look at the profiles half the time. And I could not, I could not delete it. And in a nutshell, uh, ironically enough, as I mentioned before, this, um, our last show, this person is um, originally from Toronto, is a uh, brilliant, I've heard a little bit of his music, brilliant uh, jazz saxophonist and so much more. And he has survived a major uh, brain trauma mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. so I want to make this very concise he um, developed a condition um, I don't I know it starts with a D but it's something that happens to uh, different people for different uh, reasons but with musicians in a nutshell uh, I, I don't know why from maybe the repetition and he's been playing the sax since he's like a kid, um, and I think he's a fucking genius just from the little bit of exposure that I've had. But only when you play your instrument that these involuntary movements take place. And I don't know if it's with the hands, with the face, but it, these involuntary movements, and the only way to avoid that is to not play your instrument. Oh my gosh. Or, or no, this is a freaking movie. Or, 
you sign up for a clinical trial for an experimental surgery, and it's experimental brain surgery. And I think there's up to five people. He was patient number two. And how I found out about this, so we, you know, so I see this, I see, I see this thing on the app, I see this message, and I'm like, I got to answer because one, he, he was more attractive than I thought he was going to be as I was looking through the pictures. I'm like, damn it, <laughs> jazz musician. So I'm like, he has a clue about my crazy life, you know, because I call people that don't get artists or that they're not passionate about it uh, or they have no clue, I call them civilians. So I'm like, he's not a civilian. We, 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 although our fields are entirely different, but we get sort of the makeup of make some, what makes someone passionate about their, their art, and it's a lifestyle, not a job. It's just this is your life. So he was like, I have to be part of this. It, and he got the surgery almost two years ago. It was when COVID, of course, the height of how crazy COVID is. So we had to wait a while. And how I found out, oh, I said something like, so we're messaging back and forth. And we, then we get off the app and then we start texting. Then we get off, then we're texting. And then there was a, maybe a phone call. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. I really, I really, I really think I, I like this person. Okay. This is new. All right. And then he sends me a text. Can I send you uh, a video of one of my songs? I'm like, oh, that's, yes, of course. Because I had said, I'm really curious to learn more about your backstory. And he said, it might be startling. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so it's, so it's a, it's a, it's a video that he, that he made. And it's like he did, it's, you know, a, a homemade video, but I thought, I thought it was really well thought out. And one of the first images that you see is, is he's, and this, I thought, I'm going to steal this image. I told him it's so riveting. He's in a hospital bed, clearly pre brain surgery. There's all this apparatus like covering. You can't really see his face. Like there's like his head is covered with this metallic, like, I don't know what it, this metal thing, whatever. And he is in the bed getting ready for surgery, playing the hell out of the sack. Just in seeing that image, because you know about my advocacy with um, disability, not that he has a disability, but just the, just overcoming adversity is just something that I've always responded to, like in my work, in my friends, in my life, whatever. My documentary, you know, where she was in a robotic study, you know, to walk again, like all those things. So, and he has no idea about this. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, oh God. And this video was to uh, present a composition that was post-surgery oh. called Wired. Because he's talking about wiring the connections in his brain. Mm. And, and then he has, like, sheet music coming. I thought it, he did a good job. He had sheet music coming up, and you could hear it, and you see the other people playing. And I'm hearing this, and I'm like, Okay, Miles Davis. Okay, well, I'm like, whoa. And I, I know very little about jazz, but I know about art, and I know about craft, and I know about brilliance. And that was like foreplay to me. And this is seeing somebody. Because this is how I'm, I'm very attracted to someone, to someone's mind. It doesn't help that I find him very attractive physically, but all those feed into each other and enhances those aspects of attraction and I'm blown away and his recovery is remarkable to take that risk but it's like if I don't do that I might as well be dead Hmm. I get it I get it and he has a I don't know what it is he has like an implant in his brain I guess the way somebody would have a pacemaker and then he has to go to this place in Maryland, Bethesda, um, Maryland, like every three months to get checked out. And then I think because he's approaching year two, then it's going to be every six months. And I'm blown away. Mm. I'm blown away. He also teaches. He runs a um, 
center at south side of the city uh, i guess it would be considered a, a suburb of new york i don't know but it's, it's not too far but it's outside of the city um where he lives and he runs the center for uh jazz and contemporary music i think it's called so we both teach and um just that gritty sax player that you would imagine that has gone through so much. There's even more to the backstory that I'm not going to to, to share, um, you know, from his childhood and other experiences. Um, but also part of or complementary to this, this surgery, he is in therapy. So I am dealing like intense therapy. So I am dealing with someone who's communicating with me, a man who's communicating with me in a way that any man, I mean, and I was, I stopped counting my marriage 26 years, okay? My own husband never went as deep as this guy. Mm. It's crazy. And real fast, because I know we have a couple couple minutes left, very spontaneously, we were, we were well, after I saw that video, then I think that night was our first FaceTime to like midnight. Then the next night, second FaceTime to like one in the morning. And then on Sunday we're talking and he's like, are you hungry? And I'm like, uh, well, I have to go to a show later, but uh, yeah, I guess maybe an hour and a half later, he took me out to breakfast. Oh. So I met him. So I met him. I met him. And he challenges me. Mm-hmm. He really challenges me because I can't, I, because I haven't gotten this type of communication from a guy really ever. And pre-marriage, you know, I was 25. So pre-marriage, right. you know, I can't, I can't really base it on the two, you know, intense boyfriends that I had. Um, between 18 and uh, 24. You know, they count, but those relationships haven't shaped me. My marriage was more about deprivation. So I'm lagging. And then the two guys I dated, you know, we know where that ended up. So, yeah, I'm learning I'm learning so much, but I'm glad that I'm a very fast learner. I have to follow my face, and then I figure it out, and then I'm good, and then I'm good. So I don't know what's going to happen, but I caught a big fish. And then in the show, when this woman caught this big-ass fish, it was like two feet, I'm like, I caught a fish just like that. (laughs) (laughs) I caught, because I I had my lines in, I had my lines in, and... You know, I kept throwing, I kept throwing these little ass, these little name ass fish back in the water. I'm like, no, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Go back in the water. Go back in the water. Yeah. So I, I, I am intrigued enough because I have not asked you to run numbers in about two years. So there, I'm, you're going to run some numbers for me. I will. I and will. I'm grateful. <laughs> I'm grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I can't, this is someone I can't bullshit, which is great because it means I can't, I no longer. I no longer need to bullshit myself. Mm. And I think that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful gift. And I think we'll leave it to be continued. So if any of you need to get a hold of us, you can send an email to LOABlend at gmail.com. And we will be back on the air this coming Thursday at 8.30 United States Eastern Time. Take care of yourself and each other. And as always, let the light do the work. <sighs> All right. I love you, girl. I know. I love you, girl. And uh, have a great day, everybody. Take Bye. care. Bye. Love you. Bye.
Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.